Welcome to the UC Berkeley Data Science Education Podcast. We're happy you're listening in today. In this space, you'll hear from a variety of distinguished data science educators and professionals. The individuals we'll speak with are diverse in experience and perspective, but share the common goal of shaping the future of data science education. Our idea is to have some informal conversations with the goal of creating community and let people hear from practitioners in this growing new field. My name is Eric Van Dusen from Data Science Undergraduate Studies in the Division of Computing, Data Science, and Society at UC Berkeley, and I'll be leading our conversation today. And my name is Kalechi Nebadam, also from Data Science Undergraduate Studies. I'm working as an intern with the division's external pedagogy team, and I'll be helping out today too. Hi, everybody, and welcome. Today we have Ray Levy in the podcast with us, um, and we have our new host, Kalechi, along with us as well. And to begin with, Ray, could you give us an introduction on how you got into data science education and what you're doing in this area? Sure. So I have been in education for a long time. I've taught middle school from fifth grade all the way through high school. I've taught undergraduates and graduate students and teachers and adult learners and people in industry. So I've really, uh, and I wrote a book chapter with a kindergarten teacher. So I've really thought about um, education in mathematical modeling all the way from kindergarten to industry. And over time, it became really clear um, that data was always going to be a piece of that. So even when I was teaching fifth grade math, we were you know, measuring things and trying to find relationships between quantities. And so data has always been a part of my teaching mathematics, um, no matter at what level. And over time, that started getting called something else. It started getting called data science, which I think also incorporates very fundamental concepts from statistics and computer science. And, and then all sorts of other disciplines, and then the digital humanities has brought in other ways of thinking things, social sciences, you know, the sciences, I mean, name a discipline, they're gonna have information, and that information can be viewed as data, whether it's words or pictures or sounds. So, you know, it has been really exciting to me in my new job as executive director of the Data Science Academy at NC State University to start thinking about how data science can be taught across a whole university and touch every major, every discipline, every um, aspect of what we're doing in our mission in research and teaching and in engagement. So it's a, it's a wonderful big new job. I've been in it one year and it's really been an opportunity for me to bring together all of the things that I was really passionate about through my mathematics education um, and applied mathematics upbringing and uh, experience as an educator uh, into my new work in this new role for NC State. Awesome, thank you. I guess, you know, I mean, I met you at the ADSA conference um, and you've been on like National Academies panels and, you know, misery, like you've been around as this this thing has been forming, as you just mentioned. I guess, um, you know, so one question is like, w- what are some of the challenges that you've seen so far as we're like making this new thing that's data science education? Yeah, I think one of the biggest challenges is interdisciplinarity. Uh, I report to a new senior vice provost for interdisciplinarity, which is a new position at NC State, Rob Dunn, and his job is really to help all of us think about uh, how to create opportunities 
interdisciplinarily across our institution and amongst institutions, and also how to break down some of the barriers that maybe have you know come up over time just because uh, everything at a university grew up in a disciplinary way. Um, but we know that the big challenges of the future, today and tomorrow, are going to have to be solved in an interdisciplinary manner. So we're going to have to figure out how to do that, not only in our coursework, but also in our research and how the public thinks about solving problems and then about how we support uh, engagement going forward. I think data science is the perfect discipline, the perfect new in, in emerging discipline in which to think about things in an interdisciplinary way. Cool. All right, I'm going to I want to take it back to like your background too. One big question is like how is teaching data science at the university level going to change how we teach math at the university level? Yeah, I think that's a really great question. And I couldn't really think about the university level without thinking again like that whole span of education because you could do something different at the university level and then if students haven't done anything different right before that, they won't be prepared to do it, right? So we really want to think holistically. Um so, you know, and I think this is something we don't only need to be thinking about in mathematics. We really can be thinking about it in each discipline and interdisciplinary, interdisciplinarily, which is a hard word to say. Um, so I think that um, in terms of mathematics, um, one of the powers of mathematics is we really care about why things are true. I think, I think we really care about under what conditions they're true and when they're not true. And I think we're critically important to data science because if you start thinking about when things don't work, when they break down, when people die, <laughs> right? Or when people are left out, um, mathematicians can be really good about thinking about under what circumstances something you think is true works or not. In math education, I think one of the things we struggle with is for a lot of our math education, the numbers you can think about getting in school are either like six or they're like 6.2. Right? But the data you get from a sensor is going to be some number, right? And it's, it's not going to be an integer, probably, or only if the sensor just decided to make it one, round it off. If it rounded off, you don't know how much it rounded off. You don't know how accurate that sensor was. It was only accurate plus or minus. It might have been, and, and think about blood pressure. Like you measure your blood pressure, it matters where you measure it, when you measure it, how you feel when you're measuring it. So if someone asks you what your blood pressure is, the answer isn't just one number. It's not actually an integer. It's really... You know, this is why we need statistics. It's this distribution of numbers. But in mathematics, we really are starting to, A, think about uncertainty and uncertainty quantification. We're starting to think about what happens to our algebras when you use numbers that aren't integers. And I think even little kids earlier could be thinking about numbers not just as integers because little kids get it, right? And they think things like infinity are cool. So, you know, I think in mathematics, we can really, A, think about what do we do with numbers that aren't just integers a little earlier? What do we think about, about a number when you don't even know exactly what that number is going to be or should be? And then I think we also have to think about the tools. We got to think about what is the role of computation in a mathematics classroom? Is it going to be a part of what we do or not? Or in what ways? And we need there to be some coherence right between what we do in kindergarten and what we do in middle and high school, what we do at college, what we do in the workforce so that you know things are being introduced in a way that is age appropriate and developmentally appropriate but is also consistent with what you're going to need to do in the workplace 
if I can follow up, uh, you know, do you see a role where mathematical modeling would fit into like university classes on data science? Absolutely. I think it already does. Um, and I also, in that interdisciplinary sense, I think it could fit into a sociology class, right? I think it could fit into an art class. I think it could fit into um, uh, any, it, it already is in our science classes, right? And so I think, again, the question is like, how do we, how do we work with each other so that we're posing important questions and then we're bringing each of our interdisciplinary perspectives to bear on that question in a way that's more integrated? Yeah, great. I totally agree with that question. It's so important for us to think on how we can take other people's perspectives and take our own perspectives and weigh in on these big questions in an interdisciplinary and integrated way. And I feel like that's so important within data science education, but also in data science, like in industry. So just to quickly tie back to the fact that NC State now has this new data science academy, and since you're the executive director for it, I'm curious to know if you could create a data science class for undergraduates, what would it be and why? Yeah, thank you so much for that question. So I am really lucky that with a great group of people, I've been able to really imagine what data science education um, can look like at NC State. We already have a long tradition of really amazing data science education. We have the Institute for Advanced Analytics that is really well known for industry problems at the master's level. We have been doing, um, you know, industrial and data science and operations research and statistics at the undergraduate and graduate levels for a really long time. So we already have this great tradition. But the question was, if we have a new academy, what kinds of courses could we build that would, would augment what we're already doing? So what we've been doing is building one credit project-based courses. They don't have any quizzes or tests. And um, we follow a model we call the ADAPT model, which is the all-campus data science accessible project-based teaching and learning. And this, the idea of this ADAPT model is that we will have courses. We actually, our level one courses have zero prerequisites, and we have faculty in them. Right? We have postdocs in them, we have grad students, we have staff, we have undergraduates in them. Because the truth is, many people can enter data science from their own discipline at many different levels. We have level two classes that you only uh, have to think about, not did I take the right class, but what are the skills that I'm bringing to the table for this level two class? And then our level three class is really research focused. So we've got to think about this and we built 10 common elements across these classes, no matter what the topic is. So this fall, after only one year, we've got 20 sections of these different one credit classes. It's super exciting. We have students from all the colleges of the university. From just in the first two semesters, we had 70 programs of study represented in these courses on all different topics like ethics and data visualization and R and Python and machine learning for practitioners. So we, we really got to invent the whole the whole thing, but the elements that, that it doesn't matter what class you're in that we're trying to build across the classes include our values. So what are our values in data science? We really understand that you need to wrestle with ethical issues. So we're encouraging our instructors in every class, no matter what the topic is, to wrestle with their students with an ethical issue that comes up in that topic. We want every student to see role models. So we've 
asked our instructors to talk about what are some of the current issues in open questions in data science and who who's working on those problems and show a diverse group of people from different disciplines and different backgrounds doing those kinds of things. So that's just a few of our 10 elements that are happening across our classes. And then we're just looking, who gets attracted to these classes? How do we make sure they're appealing to people across our whole university? Um, and then engaging in this project-based way where they have really authentic choices. Two kinds, they could choose the context of the problem that they're looking at in that topic, or they might choose the tools. Because we know, Kalechi, when you go to work, they're not gonna say, hey, here's the problem to solve, and here's the tool you use for it, right? They're gonna say, here's a problem to solve and use whatever tool you have at your disposal to solve it, right? Uh, and if someone else has already solved it, just tell us, right? And we'll give you a harder problem to solve. So we really want students in these classes to be engaging in authentic ways, to be able to find contexts that are of interest to them, uh, data sets and problems to solve. And then also we want them to have these opportunities to choose the tool that they're using so that they, once they're in the workplace, they'll be accustomed to understanding, okay, I tried that and it didn't work. And I could see some signs that it wasn't working, so I'm going to try something else. That's actually a super interesting way that you guys are building your data science program. And I really enjoy the fact that it seems to be a truly interdisciplinary experience for students by involving faculty from all different majors, as well as students from all different majors and students from both the graduate and undergraduate level and allowing everyone to really be able to experience data science and at least like dip their toes into it while they're there at university. So that's really amazing to hear. But we've gotten to the end of the conversation, so I wanted to quickly leave off on this question that we love to ask everyone that comes on. So I just wanted to know if you had any parting thoughts or words of wisdom for data science educators around the world. One of the things as educators that we don't get a lot of time to do is to observe each other educating. We just It's just not part of our culture always to sit in on each other's classes regularly and discuss what we're doing with each other. So one thing we've really tried to bake in from the beginning is a community of people that are connected together that are teaching these courses. They're asking each other questions on chat. They're visiting each other's classes. They're looking at each other's syllabi. They're recommending different kinds of tools or helping each other get up to speed on things. And we also have a teaching coordinator, a new teaching coordinator, David Stokes, we brought in. We're super excited for him to work with the instructors to build this community. Um, we also have a student community. We call them course collaboration leaders. And these are undergraduate and graduate students that try to create communities where students can be um, talking to each other about things. And we're getting that feedback loop from the students on what we're doing. So I think, you know, to answer your question, what we need to do is to value this time that whether it's in K-12 or at the undergraduate or graduate level of education, we make sure we value the time that we spend with each other discussing teaching and learning. The great teachers never stop learning. They never stop listening to their students. They never stop revising. I feel like that was worded absolutely beautifully and I wholeheartedly agree. I feel like among all the great lecturers I've had, the common thread of advice that they've always given was the fact that you should never stop learning no matter where you are in your career. So on that note, I'd love to just take a minute to say thank you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for conversing with me and Eric. And it was really great to be able to talk to you.
Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you're interested in learning more about data science education resources, please subscribe to our Substack to get notified when we release any future podcasts. And join our community Slack channel through the link provided in this episode's description. Thank you.